What's up, y'all? This is Tiny and Kelvin Smith. Running back DeAndre Torrey. Senior receiver Michael Lawrence. Senior guard DJ Draper. And you're listening to Bruni's Breakdown Podcast, your home for North Texas sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni. And with me is Colin Mitchell. That sounded like the intro to like some crime movie or like crime TV show where like someone got murdered. It is like it's like it's exactly yeah. what happened, Colin. Fair. You just you just spoiled my entire intro. I'm sure everyone got it with the <laughs> fact that I that it sounded exactly like that. Oh, Colin, 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 <laughs> Colin Mitchell. Uh, we have. Uh, Let me just open up with this question to, to you, Bruni. Oh, I don't know. I don't like. Were you glad questions. that you watched that game? I'm always glad when I watch games, Colin, especially North Texas games. Because not only as as a writer, as a reporter, but also just as a fan of someone, and not of the team, but just a fan of watching players go out, try their hardest, and go through the ups and downs of life. Because in the big picture, Colin... <laughs> You're getting way too philosophical. What are, what are we doing here? You know, We're, we're covering football. Which is important to a lot of people, including the people who played and lost fifty to seventeen. Look, man, look, man. I tried down talking it. Okay, I tried, it didn't work. Tried it didn't downplaying work. It everyone, a bit. everyone, everyone who's listening to this saw straight through it. Everybody. Well, Colin, North Texas. I mean, everybody who's listening already knows this, but North Texas lost to Louisiana Tech fifty-two to seventeen on the road. I didn't do the math, but North Texas is now zero and five on the road for this season. And let me name off their losses real quick because it gets really good. You name these things off. It gets really, really good. Just let me pull it up real quick because obviously I'm unprepared for this podcast. So first loss, SMU lost by 22. Okay. That's a big time loss. Yeah, big loss. But, you know, week two. Week three, they lost to Cal by six. Okay. Respectable. All right, respectable. Um, Whatever week this is, Southern Miss, they lost by 18. The game that they had to win. Yes. And it... Yes, it was and bad. they lost. It was bad. And then a couple weeks ago, y'all might remember this. They lost to Charlotte by one. Another game they absolutely had to win, and lost. And lost. Yep. And now today we come in here, having just witnessed the fourth worst blowout in Seth Luttrell's tenure. Just to remind everybody what the other ones were, they all had a similar feeling to this one. Um, remember the Utah State like game last year. That was the bowl Great game. Great game. That was the bowl game. Glad Mason I got hurt. It, it was Glad like, I watched oh, it. you know, that that sucks. Um, then it was the FAU game two years ago. Conference uh, championship? No, not the conference championship game. The regular season game. Oh, where yeah. It was like 58 to... No, it was like 60-something to... Was it really something. that high? Yes, it was a lot. Wow. I want to say they scored 69. It was 69. Yep, I remember. Of course you remember that, Colin. Well, it's because Lane Kiff and I yeah, believe made sure. a joke about it on Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. 69 to 31. Um, and At then, least they put up 31. Yeah, and then our my freshman year, three years ago, 2016, Seth's first year, they played West Kentucky and lost 41. 45 to 7. 45 to 7. Yep. So, yeah, those were the only three losses worse than this one. At least by numerical standpoint. Because this one was 52 to 17. They lost by 35 points. And this one was just as disgusting as those other ones. You could probably say it's more disgusting. 
see at least Utah State you had like Mason Fine was hurt you know to fall back on and Utah State was like a really really good team like top 25 yeah, team yeah FAU the team wasn't ready FAU that FAU team was stacked like they ran a lot, lots of last chance to you guys yeah and then you know 2016 was Mason, was Seth's first year you know West yeah, Kentucky what are, you, what are you gonna do yeah you know, who, you know it happens this is the um, this is supposed to be the apex of this team this was this is it year <laughs> this, was, this was the this is it year we even made a hashtag we had a hashtag and North Texas goes out and does absolutely nothing for the entire game. I don't care that they put up 200 yards in the fourth quarter, put up more than they had in the first three quarters in the fourth quarter alone, just because they were playing backups and Austin Ani is actually good. Good for him. It all means nothing to me. <laughs> North Texas got destroyed, obliterated, killed, Every synonym in the book. Slaughtered. I like that one. Oh, that's a good one too. I like Con. slaughtered. That's a good one. Thanks. I'm gonna write that one down in my notebook so I use it for for your next story. Yeah, it's going in there. I think my next story is a, a high school volleyball story. So that one's that's working. If in you there. see slaughtered and uh, Bruni's new new high school volleyball story, you know why now. Yes, exactly. Um, no. Egg. Yeah. So it was um, it was a bad performance. It was awful, and there were very few bright spots. I wouldn't say there'd be, there's any bright spots. Uh, no, Austin Ani had had a bright spot. That was but a bright see, spot. That's not. It doesn't I'm, matter. I'm saying it's not a bright spot because how you had to get there. Yes, but regardless of context, Austin Ani throwing a couple of really nice passes are bright spots. It's like getting your car really dirty, but saying like that, that piece of dirt's like way better than the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? Still a bright spot. Still the brightest spot. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Fair. <laughs> I don't think there were any other bright spots here, to be completely honest with you. So let's Trey just, Siggers ran pretty good Trey Siggers, for what he had. Yeah, you know, 19 carries, 77 yards, uh, one touchdown. He was the only running back to get a carry. I don't know what happened to Lauren Easley. So we knew that... we knew that um, Or uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Torrey. Yeah, we knew that Oscar Attaway was hurt, and we knew Evan Johnson, I believe, was hurt too. I wonder if they just marked him as out. Oscar Attaway is out just because this might be the game he's sitting out, though. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Regardless, but, he didn't play. Yeah, nobody else got a carry, so that was really kind of jarring. But let's go back to the start. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I got you. Hesitation. North Texas starts the game. They go, and they punt. Louisiana Tech fumbles on their first drive. Remember that? They fumbled the ball. And North Texas went up 3-0 to zero off of bit, that fumble. And remember, that was... Oh, was that the play? No, no, no. That was... I don't think that was the play. Was that the one where the toe was... Was that the one? And they remember, they didn't look at it. They just kicked the field goal. Yeah, that oh, was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg, White, Greg yeah. White caught the ball. And you were telling me, no, he caught that. And I was yeah. like, no way. And, he, and, the, and then like even, he, even the announcers were like, hey, they should wait to kick this to see if the, the up, exactly. upstairs sees it. And they were just like, no, let's just hurry up and get this kickoff. Yeah, like like they had a date later in that night or something. Yeah. Like, okay, sure. The game was still long as hell, too. Yeah. It was <laughs> so, yeah, so they took the three points there, took a 3-0 lead. And I was like, okay, that's that's cool. And then Louisiana Tech did what a lot of teams did. They got the ball, and then they went 69 yards in six plays in two and a half minutes. And that kind of started the domino effect, okay? So let me read off the next, I don't even know how many possessions this is. It looks Please. like seven. Seven Please. possessions for North Texas here. Wow, this is bad. Please name the times of when these oh. these possessions oh, happened. And let's let's note that early on, for those of you who may not know or didn't don't remember, whatever, Mason Fine left the game late in the second quarter with yep. a concussion. Uh, Seth Luttrell speculated, kind of speculated in a sense that it might have happened earlier and they didn't catch it. So, which is interesting. That's I don't weird. know. That's weird to say. 
Well, he he said that. What, what was the exact quote? I used it in my recap. It was basically like in the first quarter, or or some some like Mason got nicked up, and uh, we should have caught it sooner, or something like that. I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. Mason's going out there. Mason's not telling anybody. What's the big deal, Colin? Tell me why. It just the way you said it, it's like brain injury is not a big deal. No, no, no. Brain injuries are a big deal, but Mason Fine is not telling anybody. Oh, of course and like not. Mason Fine. No, is I like, know, but the way the like way Mason Fine takes a hit. The he's way not the like, way you made it sound was like Seth knew and was like, okay, let's just keep him out and see if we can come back. No, I think that they told him like, nah, dude, that guy's concussed, and they're like, he's like, oh, crap. Yeah, no, like, yeah, no, I, I understood, but like just the way you said it didn't make it. No, sound it's like good. That. Expand, Colin. Expand on my what I say, so that way I don't sound stupid. Your job. You don't. You never sound stupid. It's your job. So let me read these possessions off for North Texas real quick. Wow, these get bad. When they happened, you have to name oh, when they happened. Awful. This is awful. Eight sixteen first quarter. Three plays for negative three yards. Six or six fifty nine first quarter. Eight plays thirty three yards. Field goal missed. This was uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a forty four yard field goal by the way, and he he missed it. So okay, cool. Uh, 1453 in the second quarter, three plays, negative four yards. 729 in the second quarter, three plays, seven yards. Uh, 124 in the fourth quarter, three plays, 23 yards. They fumble. Um, 12 minutes left in the third quarter, three plays, one yard. And then five minutes left in the third quarter, 13 plays, 57-yard drive. Jason Bean gets him down there. And then he throws that horrible interception in the end. That was such a bad throw, but we'll get to that. Oh, and lastly, actually, I can go two more deep with this. This is great. Five minutes left in the third quarter. Oh, no, I'm sorry. One minute left in the third quarter. One play, negative one yard, one fumble. That was the low snap by Sasai Mosi. Um, And then 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Interception, Jason Bean, ending his night. And then they scored two touchdowns, like in the last two drives. But garbage time, so what does it matter? But... Oh, it counts on the scoreboard. So, yes, friends and family, it was bad. It was bad. It was it was awful. And Louisiana Tech's drive chart, I'm not going to read the numbers out to you, but I'll just tell you this. It goes touchdown, punt, uh, turnover on downs, field goal, punt, touchdown, INT, touchdown, 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 touchdown. <laughs> that was their drive chart for the game. Seven touchdowns, one field goal, two punts. And a pick. A pick and a turnover on downs. So, all right, Colin, let's 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 talk about this game because I don't want to just sit here and just say it's yeah, bad for thirty five minutes. Even I mean, though we could definitely do that. Oh, let, I mean, don't don't tempt me, Colin. <laughs> I might, I might. <laughs> but all right, but let's say it's bad in a different in different ways. That yeah, way it's at least interesting to listen I think, to. Yeah, because coming into the game, everyone knew that win or loss. Nothing was going to happen other than bowl. Well, coming chances. into the game, yes, exactly. Coming into the game, what did you expect? Let's talk I about expected that La Tech to win, and By I how much? 10, 15? No, twenty. I thought it'd be similar to Southern Miss, probably. Um, Southern Miss only lost by eighteen, only. Yeah, but I mean, what it was you... convinced. It was a convincing eighteen yes, points. Yes, but how much did you expect North Texas to lose by? Twenty-ish, twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't going to be a close game. Mason is the only reason why I'm still okay with watching this mm-hmm. football team right now, and that's not like. It's just hard to watch. No, it is because it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> I had North Texas losing by ten in my uh, in my preview, which was kind of modest in a sense. The line uh, was five and a half. The line was five and a half, yeah. so it kind of made me think like, okay, for La Tech, by is the there, way. yeah, for La Tech, is there something I don't know? Like, am, am I tripping? Like, no, I wasn't. And so I went by ten, and North Texas 
they had injuries, which we're going to talk about, but they were just completely outmatched. And I think that the being outmatched showed the most just in North Texas. I mean, obviously their defense was bad again, right? Like we don't have to talk. I mean, we do need to talk about it, but yeah, we don't need to, everyone knows already. We don't need to dwell on the fact yeah. that their defense was not good again. Yeah. I mean, Jamar, Jamar Smith was, they made him look like damn Cam Newton out here. He was terrific. Uh, 263 yards, touchdown and a pick. And he's, again, he's an average conference USA quarterback. Yeah. Like, he's not this super talented Brent Stock still. Even Jack Abraham's better than him. Like, they, there's a lot of guys better than him in Conference USA, but he is a stable force that this team needs. And then you look at the running back, Justin Henderson, 58, 58 yards of 15 carries and two touchdowns. Like, that's not great, but then you have Israel Tucker, 52 yards on seven carries and a touchdown. It was just way too easy. I mean, Jamar Smith had 16 carries for 44 yards. And then receiving-wise, we knew they were explosive. Adrian Hardy, 104 yards. Isaiah Graham, um, 91 yards and a touchdown. They got it however they wanted to. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't look hard for them to score those fifty-two points. There was no. Res, there was no real resilience except for when Kyrie got that interception. Um, but even then, it was kind of like, oh, cool, Kyrie got an interception, and then it returned to the what norm we had seen the whole game. Yeah, after that, and I think you we we you have to talk about injuries when you talk about this defense. First of all, okay, like you can't just. Obviously, I'm not going to make excuses for them, but I don't think that's an excuse. I think there are actual injuries. Now, this team, even healthy, I think gives up like 35 to this team. But I think that the injuries expedite the scoring, in a sense, for the opposing team. Do you disagree with that? I disagree, but we'll go through the How hard do you disagree Uh, with that? Let's name the injuries off so then I can explain. All right, shoot. Let me... I don't have them written down, but let me just go off the top of my head. Jameel Moore obviously turned his ankle. I'll talk about the in-game injuries first. Jameel Moore turned his ankle. Um, at the end of the game, but yeah. At the end of the game. That was bad. I hope he's okay. I really hope he's okay. He's, um, Deion Hare, Griffin. Are we talking yeah, about just defensive Hare, injuries or all injuries? I'm trying to make sure there's no there was no other injuries during the game that I that I missed. I just I'm, remember Deion. I remember Jameel. I remember uh, who was slow to get up. Jamie King. Jamie King actually was slow to get up too. There were a lot of players slow to get up. Kyrie Muhammad went down, was slow to get up for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, the players who missed the games were Mikhail Sanders, um, Taylor Robinson missed the game, Tulao Safi missed the game. So those are three starters right there. Like that's those are not that's not an argument. Those three guys start. Uh, I don't believe Joe Zogu played, unless if I missed him. So there's another one because obviously like he, if he's healthy, he's playing. Joe yeah. Zogu. Yeah. Like, I didn't see him in the official. I didn't see him. Not, I'm not going to call it official, but I didn't see him on the scratch report. But he's if he was healthy, he'd play. So that's Joe Zogu as well, who's not a, I don't know. He's not a full-time starter, but you know, yeah. you know what I mean. So right there, that's four starters hurt. You obviously still have your top-end talent in Kyrie Muhammad, Dion Noville, Ladarius Hamilton, Cam Johnson. You have your top-end guys. Nick Harvey. Nick Harvey. But you lose a lot of depth, and this team already did not have depth on defense. So you turn to guys like Jackson Gibbs, who had to play a ton. You turn to guys like Keelan Crosby, who had to play a good amount. Alex Morris had to play a good amount. Um, I don't know if Kevin Wood played. Um, or No, he did play a good amount, but I'm trying to remember what position I saw him in. But regardless, he played a lot. Dominic Harrison got a good amount of snaps. I mean, not a good amount, but, you know, he played. more than usual. Exactly. Like, you have guys, you go down the list of guys that just, like, played. And you're like... 
that guy should not be playing. <laughs> and that's really me. I don't know if that's mean to say. No, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, they're either young or they just haven't proven themselves or they're, they don't produce at the level that they need to produce at. So when you lose four starters like that, um, and the thing is, I don't think Jamil Moore was even bad this game either. I don't like he, he didn't have a, he had a uh, pass interference. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that, yeah, outside of that, I mean, he's had worse games in the past, and yeah. so to get him for him to get the opportunity, it was okay. And then he went down late in the game, and it's like, okay, damn, that's even more. It's just so much. F- okay, from a team perspective, when you're when guys go down, it's kind of just like, all right, I really need to step up now, and it's like. It keeps stacking on top of each other like, damn, I really need to do my job better. I really need to do this better, do this better. And it just stacks up and to where I feel like it it did affect this team in a sense. I I feel like the defense, fully healthy, would have lost, would not have won this game. But I feel like they would have at least shown a better effort and maybe held them to 42 points instead of 52 points. But uh, see, I, I disagree with you there because the big plays that were given up were from starters. Cam Johnson kept getting beat. Nick Harvey kept getting beat. I mean, they had plenty of push up front. So I so I disagree in the sense that this would be like a 20-point difference. I feel like they had to change their scheme because of the depth issues. I feel like we saw them blitz in the first half like crazy, yeah. which we have never... We have not seen them do since week. But it was effective. Two. It was effective. It, it was fairly effective. So, 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 but that still left one-on-ones on the outside, which they don't want to do. Like this Nick Harvey getting beat in a one-on-one and giving up that big play is not surprising, but they tailored their defense so that way that didn't happen. But they tried to compensate, and I feel like they tried compensating at least. Like, McMillan, like, Darian McMillan is a fine player, and Dayton LeBlanc are fine players in the offensive line. But, like, they don't defensive have... Defensive line. Defensive line, I'm sorry. But they don't have that depth on the defensive line to, like, bring three every time and be okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Like bring yeah, three, but, but your defense alignment giving it your all and running into a wall time after time after time when you only bring three, that is exhausting. And I feel like they didn't have they don't have the defensive line depth to do that. So maybe they brought more pressure and they did do well on the pressure, but they kind of tweaked their their defense in a, in a sense. I don't think it was a big tweak because I think they might have blitzed anyways. But it I feel like definitely in the back of Refit's head, especially there was like all right, well we don't have this guy Taylor. We don't have veterans anymore. I still don't feel like it makes that big of a difference because the plays, the plays that we were seeing them give up, were plays that they've given them up week after week after week. I mean, you even made a comment. Okay, why are they giving a ten yard cushion on whatever down? down. I mean, it down. just it's every every single play. It felt like there was a huge cushion, and then when they finally did, you know, press, then it was a big play given up. So, well, that's so, the so, this season. So, yeah. so exactly. So I disagree with that. With that, I think it would have made a huge difference. I mean. It might not have been fifty-two, I mean, is, is but ten it, points a huge difference. Is seventeen points a huge difference? Well, how how many how many points do you think it would have been if they had their starters in? Difference? I said I said either thirty-five or forty-two. I mean, yeah, I guess ten points, maybe. But I mean, see, even I then. mean, I guess that is seventeen is definitely substantial. But I just still, and you could argue that the Charlotte game showed us that it doesn't really matter. I mean, every game shows that it doesn't really matter. I just feel like there is you have to at at some point. You can't, like, I can't sit here and say losing Mikhail Sanders, who took over the starting job early in the season because Jameel Moore struggled so much, losing him doesn't make an impact. Losing Taylor Robinson, see, who, albeit, but, has struggled, losing him does not make an impact. But see, because Mikhail when, Sanders was playing, team still struggled, nothing became better. Then you, we ended up, we see, we've seen Taylor Robinson get nicked up, and you put whoever back there. I mean, Mikhail played back there, uh, Keelan Crosby played back there, Alex and Jones. the team's still getting... 
beat. I mean, it's not none of the changes that they made have improved the defense. Now, I'm not saying they go from bad to okay. I'm saying they go f- from worse to just bad. I'm saying they go from awful to bad. Like awful's this defense right bad. now is awful. No, it's not. Yeah, awful's worse than bad. So if they were healthy, they'd go from awful to bad. Oh, I see. What you, okay, yeah, yeah that might have been confusing to say to word. That's my fault. But um, I'm not saying that they fix any problems. I'm just saying maybe a play here, play there, yeah, change here, there, like a scheme changes here, there, a play call changes here, there, a situation changes here, there. I feel like that is just natural when you have at least veteran guys like that obviously have struggled. I'm not saying that they're yeah, good. Yeah. I'm not saying that they've been anywhere near where they need to be i'm just saying like from a logic perspective you can't tell me that starting jackson gibbs is the same as starting taylor robinson like there's a little bit no, of no, a difference no no there. i i completely agree with that but at this point in the season it's negligible like it doesn't matter well against louisiana tech it was definitely negligible. well i mean against i mean yeah but i mean at this point in the season after you lose to southern miss i mean you could play all i mean you could even i you could sit here and argue hey let's play the young guys who were just a little bit worse than the starters and let's just see what happens for the last four games. I mean, you could make that argument. I think, it, honestly, I thought this... Oh, from a li- from the linebacker's perspective, I feel like KD and Tyreek are just a notch above Larry Nixon and Kevin Wood. No, I agree. And I don't know... I And they're both young. Retro freshman and freshman, those two guys are. And that's what I'm talking about. The depth of this team, of this defense, is just not there. Tyreek Davis is a retro freshman? No, no, no. Wood oh, and Nixon. Yeah, okay. Freshman and retro freshman. Yeah. Yeah, again, I'm I'm spitting a lot out, so I feel like I might be missing stuff here and there. But regardless, I just feel like the depth of this defense is just not there. Like, it's... it's you know, it's, I, I completely and it's, agree. And it's better than it's been in years, but you're still relying on young guys that have potential to perform now. Mm-hmm. And that's always dangerous. And yeah. it's just tough to do. And I, if you if you told me, like, in, in two years, I think Kevin Wood, Larry Nixon are going to be a tremendous middle linebacker group. Like those guys are going to be ballers, you know. Then you have the Murphy brothers and everything. Yeah, as well. Murphy yeah. brothers as well. You have Deshaun Gaddy, like Jackson Gibbs. Like you have guys that are going to be good in a year or two. But you're right forcing them to play in an impossible situation against a Louisiana Tech team that is, is going to was going to beat you by hell. thirty anyways. Like this team yeah. knew what they needed to do, and they have Jamar Smith, they have Adrian Hardy out there. Yeah, they have backs that can play. This team is not a joke. Louisiana Tech is probably going to win Conference USA. Now they have a test against Southern Miss, I believe, next week. So that'll show us. Southern Miss just beat UAB. Yeah, so that'll show the show a lot. Um, no, that's not true. Louisiana Tech already beat Southern Miss. That's that's what. It oh was. yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah, Louisiana Tech's in the driver's seat. So there's no real shame in young guys getting burnt by a good, a really good team. But there is a certain amount of disappointment when you watch how much they're struggling, whether it is in zone or in man, like. There's just nothing. And what do you think do. it comes down to? Is it? I mean, at this point, like I know I said 50-50 coaching defense, yeah. uh, personnel, but now I'm at like 60% personnel. Yeah, I was, see, I was at I'm 70-30. Leaning, I'm leaning more personnel at this point in the year. Oh, just personnel? Be, okay. No, no, I'm leaning. I'm 70-30 to coaches still. You're still coaches? Um, I, I've tilted a little bit more personnel just because I feel like as I watch Troy Ruffett just like bang his head against the wall, I'm like, okay, at least he tried like the zone. At least he tried the man. At least he tried bringing pressure. Like, he tried some stuff. I don't know. Again, there is still... You can try stuff and not be teaching it well correctly, or yeah. correctly. Mm-hmm. So there's a line that we don't know at this point. But I'm like, okay, at least he's trying. And a 40% is a lot for a coach. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, like, it's not that, acceptable. Yeah, no, that, that that's a lot. So that's, a, that's not good. I'm not, like, giving him a hall pass or anything like that. But I'm just tilting it a little bit more to the players at this point that I've seen. Now that I've seen him, like, 
shoot, let's just try this. Yeah. He's, so just, I'm like, he's okay. just throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks. It's not sticky, though. So. um, All right, Colin. Let's talk about the offense real quick. Okay. <sighs> they scored three points before Austin Ani came in the game. I believe. No. Did Bean have? No. Bean had a touchdown. Bean did not have a touchdown. Did you are incorrect. No. Then they had I be- he came out. He- oh, you're right. Because, yeah, After Trey Sanders and, yeah, okay, yeah, it was three points. Dang. That was really bad then, huh? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I just completely It was absolutely awful. They I had, repressed that memory. They have eighty. They had 86 yards through two and a half quarters. Yeah, that's really bad. 85 yards through halftime. And that's with Mason Fine playing for the majority of the first half. Like I said, they had 200 yards in the fourth quarter. Um... And they basically saved face because if this game was fifty-two to three, I don't even know what I would be thinking right now. Man, heads would be like it basically was fifty-two to three. But I mean, Louisiana Tech did attack on a touchdown with five minutes left or so. North um, Texas also tacked on two touchdowns. No, that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. So if it was forty-five to three instead of fifty-two to seventeen, like forty-five to three is worse. I mean, that's what we did to UTSA. <laughs> so. Oh my. Think about that for a second. No, yeah. So yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. So that's what it basically was. It was basically a forty-five to three game, um, but the game was over as soon as it turned twenty-eight to three. Like it was just over. There was nothing that was going to happen. That was late in the third quarter too, which is kind of crazy. Um, the offense was unable to do anything really. Yeah, they like, were god awful. Their the pass game was worse than the run game, and the run game wasn't good. Trey Sanders yeah. averaged four yards a carry, which is good. And he also had five catches. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he did. Five for yeah. thirty-one. And, and I heard on the broadcast that he has had four all year. So just like <laughs> think about that for a second. Run through the receivers real quick because all right, Jalen Darren six receptions for sixteen yards. Oh my! And one of those was a nine-yard reception. So we really had five for seven yards. If that's, you take away that one, that's bad. Woo. Um, Trey Siggers five receptions, thirty-one yards. Greg White three for forty-three. Deontay Simpson three for twenty-four. Mike Law, two for 79. Obviously, the 74-yard touchdown. Um, Cole McCray, one for 41. Fourth-string tight end. Got some got And then some he run. got, like, hurt. Yeah, and then play. he hurt his shoulder and threw the football. <laughs> I was like, God damn, cool. Okay. Uh, Jair Shorter, one for eight. And he got hurt as well. Yes, he, he did get hurt. Um. So, yeah, all in all... There's just nothing positive to say. No, I, I don't think we need to sit here and just like d- destroy. Like, I, I mean, it, nothing worked. It was the same old, same old. They tried the screens. They tried the pulling runs that they always try, where they pull the tackle and the tight end, or the guard and the tight end, or the guard tackle. That didn't work at all. De- Louisiana Tech's defense line we knew was going to be solid. They didn't. They don't have any stars like they had in Jalen Ferguson, but they had nine different guys that had recorded a sack entering the game. And I thought that was really interesting yeah, that's, because, like, that's, that's big. It deal. shows Louisiana Tech is always at the top in recruiting wise as well. They're in Louisiana, which is obviously a crazy dense, like, yeah. It's basically talent. like the guys who don't go to LSU go to Louisiana Tech, <laughs> and then below that, Lafayette. I like mean, Louisiana is a hotbed, like, and everyone knows that. And they're just always deep. They're mm-hmm. always deep with talent. They're always deep with guys at skill positions. They're always deep with guys that are on the defensive and offensive line. So we just knew, even though they didn't have Jalen Ferguson, they were going to be a problem. And they were. And the offensive line, again, just kind of looked, they didn't look outmatched as much as I would say like the defense did, but they still didn't get like, they weren't, they weren't on par. No. So, um, I don't know what else to say. Mason was eight of 15 for 48 yards. That's so bad. Uh, 
there's there's nothing else to say here. No, Cole McCrary and and Mike Law accounted for 115 yards of the t- 265 passing yards. Um, Ani passed for 123 yards and a touchdown on three of four. Bean was 12 of 16 for 94 yards with two picks and a fumble. Well, the fumble was in his fumble. right, but that often it was like it was that's on Sasaya. I'm not saying that was on anybody but Sasaya and Sasaya has had trouble with low snaps all year. That was oh. we haven't seen it in a few games though. That's why we were like, okay, well, it's no, gone. I mean, he's had him low, but I mean, that was just egregious. At his feet. I yeah, mean, that was at his ankle. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, Seth Latrell mentioned it, but the offense went two of eleven on third downs. Well, it's because they were like third and fourteen, third and twelve. Yeah, they were eight. not. They were in. <laughs> they averaged five point eight yards per play, which is, which was saved because they averaged fourteen yards per play in the fourth quarter. Um, they gave up three sacks. Um, and yeah, there was not a lot of positivity. I think the only interesting storyline we can talk about is quarterback. Oh, we will. Um, uh, you want to talk about it now? We can talk about. I it. mean, if there's not, I mean, if unless you have something from offense that you just want to like mention really fast, we can talk about this. Um, no, we can talk about. Yeah, it. we don't need to sit here and be like, Bodie Reader, go oh, away. Okay, okay. Oh, we have lots of questions. Should we do questions no, first? No, 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 no. We have three questions, Con. I didn't mean to. I didn't. Oh mean yeah, to I mean you just sounded like, so amazed. You were like, oh my god. <laughs> well, I just tweeted it. Okay, uh, we have two questions about quarterbacks, so we're gonna answer these right now. Okay. Mean Green Football again, not the actual Mean Green Football account, but his um, tag is Mean Mean Green Football. Or his account is being football, I should say. Um, has a question. And then also Jeff Withers asked asked the question. So Mean Green Football said, uh, do you think Ani moves into the backup role with this performance? And then Jeff Withers asked who's next year's quarterback. Ani gets my vote. So yeah. we can we can answer the first one first and then the second one second. I've been I've been on the Ani train all season. See, but you haven't been as vocal about it as it's as because I've just been shut down by everybody. What no, no, I no. Say? I think it's more so because we want Mason Fine to take every snap. Okay, well, yeah, but I'm saying whenever Bean had to come in, I've always said I want Ani to play. No, no, no. You've said you want Bean in stints. You want Ani in games. Right, but by stints, it's like a play or two here. Like, if he has to play a quarter, give yeah, me Yeah, no, no, exactly. exactly. Yeah. If you want Ani for the long period, yeah. you want yeah, yeah, yeah. Bean for the short period. Yeah, because he can run and manage a game, yeah. whereas Ani needs to get a rhythm. And Bean did have some some throws. He, yeah, he had some okay. good throws, but he had that awful pass to the corner of the yes, end zone. The turn, yeah. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he wasn't bad though. That's, that's what I'm trying to say is that, okay, yes, Ani obviously had the touchdown and he had some really nice throws. I will agree that Ani was the better quarterback, albeit on a fourth of the attempts. So it's kind of unfair in a sense, but, um, Ani did throw the better ball, but I've said this since fall camp, Ani throws the better ball, which is what this team needs. I said this, I've been on here and talked to y'all and said, Austin Ani had dimes. He's thrown dimes from what I've seen in the fall camp. That's what I said back then. And he comes in and he threw like a few dimes to McCrary and Mike Law. Like they would be legit. They'd be impressive passes if Mason threw them. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the one with McCrary especially, uh, oh, he, he fit that geez. right in there on the out route. So nice. And then, I mean, he hit Mike Law right in his hands. So, I mean, my boy Ani, he's going to be Mason 2.0. Exactly. So, do you think he... Uh, he moves into the backup role with his performance. No, I don't know how much it matters because there's two or three games left. But go yeah, ahead. I mean, do you no, think I don't think he moves into the backup no. role. No, okay. Yes, I think he plays. He starts next year. Does that make sense? Okay, wait. Let's make a three part question. Do you think he moves into the backup role? No. Should he move into the backup yes. role? Yes. And will he start next year? Yes. Okay. And I do just you, do I don't... you think? Well, will he? And do you think he will? 
For for what? For next year? Yes. Will he and do I think he will? Yeah, those are two different things. Yes. One of them you're thinking what Seth will think or the offensive. No, yeah, he'll 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 play. He'll he'll beat out it'll be Jason quote unquote Jason Bean's our starter. Or he'll he'll have to Ani will have to beat out Jason and then he'll beat out Jason. It's it's I don't really I think him the way this team plays, you don't want to have a, a run first. Bean needs to develop. He needs to get bigger first of all. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a. He's still a string being skinny. He's yeah. Wow, wow, pun of the year. String. Oh, pun. I didn't even know. I didn't even. Colin Mitchell, <laughs> I friends no, and family. I had no idea. That he that will was... be here all night. Had, wow, string being. Hey, hey, amazing. Hey, um, that's your next no. graphic. <laughs> All right, we're done. Oh um, no, uh, Ani will beat him out next year. This, it, I mean, even though he only threw a fourth of the throws or whatever it was, it just those throws were impressive. And uh, I've, I've always liked Ani. So, um, all right, well, we gotta figure out a way to make string being into string being string being. Into we'll just a, color him green into a positive connotation, oh. so oh, that sorry. way we can. Run they're good for it. you. String beans. Yeah, you just eat them and they're good for you. It's a vegetable, right? <laughs> I hold on. We're looking up string beans. Jason and the Beanstalk. Why did I? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a vegetable, isn't it? Yeah. Well, obviously it's a vegetable. It, and they're right. good for you. Regardless, anyways. He just needs to be eating more meat and not so many string beans. Uh yeah, so that'll be interesting. I also I kind of I agree with you. I guess um. I'll agree with you on all three. I think he should be the backup quarterback. I think he won't be the backup quarterback though for this this the remaining two. Yeah, or three there's games. no point in changing the. Um, and I think he will start next year. Well, unless if they go get somebody, <laughs> but they haven't got anybody yet. So we'll yeah, see. well, that'll be a later later thing. Uh, <laughs> do you think it happens the same way where they consider quote unquote Jason the starter? No, I think it's gonna be straight open. You just think it's straight open? Like it's gonna be straight open. They're not gonna know. Or they have an idea, but they're gonna be like, "What do we do?" Like, yeah. And then it comes down to your personnel. Like, do you want to have a mobile quarterback, or do you would you rather have a? More and, and I think Ani fits now, this way better. The question is, how is how good the offense is the offensive line next year? You could argue Ani's more mobile than Mason. No, no, I, I would. No, I mean, argue we don't that. need to sit here. I would argue that, <laughs> but I'm just, I just, like, I don't think, I don't think Jason's mobility makes this team way better. I mean, no, yeah, it depends. If, on if his team. mobility helps so much, then he'd be starting now. No, he wouldn't. But anyways, uh, triple option uh, offense next year. Please Jason God, Bean? no! Please God, no! Tee it high and let I guess fly. don't let it fly. Let it fly. Okay, Colin. Uh, do you want to talk about changes real quick? Was well, there a third question? Well, yeah, but it was about the future. I think. Let me look. I guess we could talk about that now. Okay. Third question. Hit All it. right, we're going to talk about this and then go into changes, okay? Okay. So what can they do in the future? Okay. The question is from David Mudry. He asked, when is the last time this team has looked good in a conference road game? My friend, my friend, my friend David. It has been a long time. Has it actually been a long time? It's been a, well, it hasn't been this year, so let's go back to the, let's go back to the past. How about we? <laughs> back to the future. Uh, Let's see. They didn't look good against UTSA. No, they was, barely we won. thought they were going to lose. They yep. almost lost. They lost to Old Dominion. They oh, lost to awful. UAB. That was awful as they well. They barely beat UTEP. That was pretty bad as well. 
And then we have to go back another year. So let's go back 2017. Oh the 2017, there's no good games. So. <laughs> uh, they beat LaTeX on the road two years ago. And that was kind of convincing, wasn't it? It was no. 25-21, wasn't it? No, that was 24-23. They won on the last second field goal from uh, my boy Trevor Moore. Shout out Trevor Moore. But that, that LaTeX team was good. No, it was. That's what I'm... Yeah. No. So it's, so are we counting that game as the last one? I don't know if that's a good performance. That's okay, okay. Continue. Well, even if that's not, they beat Southern Miss on, on the road 43-28 that year too. So so yeah, let's just say you have to go back to 2017. That's a thumbs up. <laughs> so what is that? Se- seven games? Six games? Six games? Yes, seven. Seven. Four plus three? Yep. I want to make sure I'm right here. UTSA, Old Dominion... No, I think it's only three. This is not compelling right now, but I don't care. I really want I want to make sure I'm right on this. Hold on. UTEP, UAB, Old Dominion, UTEP. Yeah, so seven, seven. And then eighth will be Rice next in two weeks. Um, So, yeah, it's been a long time. I don't know how else to, to, to address that. I don't know. Is there anything you can do to address that? No, this team's always been on the mat in the road, and you just have to get better. I don't know how, but... <laughs> We're not. We're obviously not coaches to make them be put in that position, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, either. they've never been good on the road. I mean, even my freshman year, obviously they were I awful. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have been. Twenty seventeen, they weren't good on the road. No, lost to FAU, beat Rice. That Southern Miss team was bad. FAU. Probably okay. Well, yeah. Regardless, um, all right, Colin, let's talk about changes real quick. We we oh you just cracked your knuckles uh oh someone's felt, ready for this conversation felt good. someone's ready for this <laughs> okay Colin changes let's let's talk about them I don't know how many changes are possible considering that everybody on the we've, team is injured I feel like we've talked about it so much oh already. we have so yeah. we don't need to like overblow it or anything but let's talk about personnel changes first any personnel changes that stick out to you that you would make Oscar Attaway over the other two running backs other than the other two running backs Lorne sorry they just completely <laughs> come on now come on Lorne now easily in, in, Nick, uh, Smith. Uh, Nick Smith Nick Smith Nick Smith DeAndre Torrey too he didn't play oh yeah so he should be number two for these last four, last three games two or three games three games um yeah he should be the number two who else we got let me think uh, nothing really on the offensive I mean Jair I don't even know if, if DeAndre if, plans you, to you, be you have to think of some receivers because I mean you could play Keelan Crosby or Hatib Lyles if, if Jair is out for well, the... Keelan, wait, wait, wait. You got them confused. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Keelan Jackson. Keelan Jackson. Keelan Jackson and, and, and Hatib Lyles. Hatib Lyles. Um, if Jair Short is injured, throw him out there. It doesn't matter. Damon um, Ward, throw him out there. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Gaddy, let him throw let him play... Throw him out there. In any position. I mean, safety. Give me... Give me... He couldn't nickel. probably play the nickel, I don't think, because he's just... he He's more of an outside type of dude. <laughs> but just throw him out. Cam there. Johnson, put him in Taylor's spot, and then put Deshaun there. You know, hey, oh my god, let's just blow it up. Throw him out there. <laughs> yeah, throw him out there. What's another one we can do? Uh, linebackers are fine. Defensive line, I don't know what you're gonna really do. Jack, Back Jack linebacker, Jamie. the Murph, one of the Murphy brothers, one of the Murphs. Just throw him in there. Throw him out. There. Throw him out there. Um, the only two that I'd actually probably take seriously though would be Deshaun Gaddy and Oscar Attaway, and then. Receiver is iffy because we don't know the extent of Jair's injury. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. No, I think you're good. I think you covered it. Uh, Kelvin and Jason Pearl didn't have a single reception. Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess we they should both have brought played. That. If, though. if Cole McCrary 
I mean, he's he's a redshirt freshman, isn't he? Yeah, and he caught a ball. So he I mean, caught a ball. I mean, if you catch, a we ball, have lowered standards <laughs> on this podcast. If, if he caught, oh hey, he God. caught a ball and and looked pretty fast doing it. And then so he got hurt. But listen, wait, let me make sure Cole McCray. It's just from that lack of play time. Oh my God, let me make sure Cole McCray is a redshirt freshman before I move on. Cole. Isn't he a true freshman? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure not because I remember talking about Musk. He's a retro freshman, yeah. Okay, yeah, throw him out there. <laughs> I I just I, I go back I, I go back to the days where they were like, Man, twelve personnel, we are about to throw the balls to our tight end so much. I went on ample podcast one. I went on one I podcast. Agreed with you. I went on one podcast outside of this one and said, Kelvin Smith Book him down for 40 receptions. How many does he Do have? Do you know how many receptions? Uh, can I Kelvin guess first? Smith can I guess first? Oh, you guess. Guess all you want. Give me seven. Man, it might be six. It might be six. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, so Jason Pirtle. Jason Pirtle has like seven catches for six touchdowns. 14 for 14 five. 14 for five. Kelvin Smith has 11 for oh. zero touchdowns. Yeah. How many yards? 78. Seven yards of reception. That's pretty bad. And it's not good. What about Pirtle? Pirtle's got to have way more yards than that, though. 13 yards of reception. That's pretty good. But it's against why it's... Our it's, tight ends... Our tight ends. North Texas tight ends have combined for a whopping... A whopping 25 receptions. That's pretty good. That's... I said Kelvin Smith alone was going to have I think 40. Kelvin had 25 last year. 40. He had 29 last year. <laughs> How are you going? This, what has gone wrong? This is actually comical. What has gone wrong? You have not. <laughs> what is happening? The line of scrimmage has not changed in like two years, and you lowered the production of the tight ends when you're trying to. Okay, Cole McCrary, go out there. I'm going to give Kelvin a little bit of slack because he's injured, I feel like, still. He's oh, I, this is not on Kelvin and, or Jason. This no, is not an indictment no, on them by any no, means. No, I don't think so either. Although Kelvin is hurt, obviously. but Kelvin is hurt, so that not that's not helping. But yes, throw out Cole McCrary. I mean, I don't really care, but no, I got a reception. I, <laughs> he looked good. He caught the ball. It was you know he, he ran. He ran. Wow. And I never thought I'd see a Mike Law over the top. I mean, you ever think you'd see Mike Law breaking with, with Ani? Anything's possible. With Ani, that's all I'll say. Hashtag that. anything Ani. Anything Ani Ani on Ani anything. Ani anything? Oh, it'd be like on anything. Yeah. Ooh. Ani over. Got to think of these Ani Heisman over... hashtags for next year. Hashtag Ani over. <laughs> of Ani over anything. All right. Anyways, anyways, Con. All right. Those are the changes. Any coaching changes, Con? Because obviously, okay. I you I, walk on. Let me just. Let me just. Twitter. Let no, me. Just, let, let me. Let me. Let me. I'm let sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm just wild up. I know. Okay. Let me preface this just by saying yes. We've seen all the tweets. We've seen all the twitters. We've seen all of the forums we've seen our our boards and all this good stuff we even text people we believe it or not we have friends outside of each other <laughs> and troy refit is just getting mopped yeah, getting be- getting slaughtered that's sl- i was gonna say that slaughter word would fit in perfectly right here man he is not having a good day uh but then again then we saw some people be like you know Where's the offense? You know, where's Latrell's play calling? Where's Bodie? You know, all this stuff. Everything. The big three had a rough day. <laughs> the big three. Okay, let's go over let's go over the play calling on offense first. Okay. I saw multiple things saying that they just need to give Latrell the keys to the play calling. Latrell calls a lot of plays. So let's just throw that out of there. Bodie does not call it's probably fifty fifty. 
I said 60-40 60-40 for Latrell. Yeah, like you said. It's around there. So Latrell is a Maybe. lot of the reason why the offense has been like this. So let's just get that out of the way. Now, I said during the game that you just got to fire ref it just to do it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did say that. You did. You did. And you I did. said it was to save face. But at this point, but I'm, year, but it's, well, it's not. What are the odds of it actually happening? What percentage? Zero. This is zero percent. It doesn't happen. I, there's. It's not happening. It I, would literally just be one of those impulsive things, and be like, and it would just make fans happy for like an hour, and then they dwell on the fact that it's just one of his staff members just moving up. Yeah. So nothing would change. It would. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, it. Coaching changes. What know, are you gonna man. do? I, I offensively, I really don't know what this what has happened. There's nothing. I mean, the tight ends things, like you said. They've not been really used at all. I mean, they haven't even really ran plays for it. Yeah. And it's only been against bad teams when they have. We saw it against UTEP. We saw it against ACU. I saw it against UTSA as well. And UTSA. Yeah. Those are the three teams we saw it against. We saw RPOs against those three teams a lot more too. Yeah. So. They did run RPOs against uh, in the last. They've, they've done it. Through, they've done it throughout the year. But when we actually saw them doing what they said they were going to do, it was all against teams that they were going to win by four Especially touchdowns. The pace as well. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm getting sick and tired of throwing to the flat or throwing to a screen pass and join the club. I mean, it just every offensive play from every team that North Texas has played so far, even Cal, just looks far and above more advanced than anything I've ever seen North Texas run this year. Man. I mean, remember okay, so we 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 changed it to the LSU Alabama game at halftime. You and changed it to the LSU. I said, I will sit here and suffer. I changed it. Wait, what was the game? Was it this game where they ran the the sweep stop screen play? For, and and, why, and give me context of, of what you said after that, because that's how I'd remember oh, it. Was it La Tech? I don't remember if it was La Tech. But remember, they, they ran, they, they motioned like it was the jet sweep. Then they snapped it and he stopped and he ran back on the screen. That was not the okay. same. Anyways, that was uh, last. Wait, that was Charlotte. No, no, no. All right. Anyways, well, I'll I'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it later. But anyways, there's just concepts. Oh, you're talking about what La Tech is La Tech did. Yes. Do you? Well, do you oh yeah, the yeah. The, the goal line. Stop. The goal line. The goal line play. All right. Anyways, I don't remember. But regardless, we we've just seen a lot more uh, creativity from other teams. So that's I mean, all we're trying to say. And in, in uh, the one when Henderson, their running back, scored, we thought it was oh, going to yeah. be run up, run up the middle. Three. Or you said it was going to be a sneak, and they had three backs, mm-hmm. and it was just a beautiful. I mean, they blocked Sweet perfectly play. out to the left. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, Colin. Uh, did you have any other comments? I mean, do no. you do you want to make any coaching changes? No. I I'm, should they? I, no. No. Okay, this is going to sound. Oh, I don't want to say that. You say it. No, no, no. This is safe, safe space. It's not a safe space. <laughs> um, say it. At this point. Let's just be content. It's hard to Let's do. Let's just sit here and wait it out. Okay. And then... What would you we'll do talk. in the offseason? Then we'll talk. Well, that's that's another day. It's another that's, podcast. That's another, we could be like here I, for two hours. Talk, like I got to save myself. We could be here for two hours that's talking fair. about that's fair. Okay. changes over I, I do have a question for you. And what they need. And this, this is on behalf of the fans. What is there to look forward to? In the last two games? Yes. Because... A bowl game? In Mason Fine's last home game? Right. We already went over those two things. Yes, we did. But we saw this game that Mason apparently is just unable to do anything because he's not, his offense that he's been given has been awful. So is it going to be a sad last two games? Or is it going to be a, a two games where we can kind of rejoice? Because they're, they're, they're not playing awful teams like UTSA, UTEP. No, Rice is better than UTSA and UTEP. 
Yeah. Which is scary. Even though you, I think that, UTEP, no, that, that is UTEP pretty, has beaten Rice. Are they I better believe. than Charlotte? Nah, probably not. Uh, yeah, Charlotte barely beat UTEP. But UTEP did beat Rice, I believe. So, you know, maybe they're on par and with see, those that's, three. And see, that's where see, I'm, see, I'm kind of worried. Mason's nicked up. It's one of his, it's his last two games. We are expecting Mason. It's on the road. It's on the road. And we want Mason to, to pad those stats just to look good. Yeah. And we saw him do nothing today that could definitely happen against UAB because UAB is far and above better than any of those other three teams I just mentioned. Yeah. And then you have Rice, who is competent at the very least. Yes. So should North Texas fans be worried that they're not going to get that kind of right off into the sunset that we've all kind of hoped or expected well, that Mason I, would eventually get? I feel like that's only contingent on the last game. Right? I feel like I disagree. I feel like if they lose to Rice and, and beat UAB, you can still have that moment of, okay, Mason fine. This is it. Like, And if anything, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's better, but you know, you don't have to drive to New Orleans or something to see his last game. It's your last game. I'd much rather drive to New Orleans. No, I would. You keep it alive. You keep it alive I longer. I would too, but I'm just saying like. I know what you mean. It's it's not like, it's not like that. That's probably the second best thing that could happen. If you're not going to, I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather honestly, lose to Rice honest, and beat UAB than beat honestly, Rice and lose to honestly, UAB. Honestly, if, if, if. Does that make sense? No, I completely agree with that. Honestly, if you had twenty five thousand people at Apogee and it was Mason's last game, I think I'd like that better than a bowl in some other state with like nobody there. I yeah. think I'd like that better. Like like playing the Bahama Bowl. <laughs> the Bahamas. You have like a hundred hundred North Texas fans <laughs> out there. The Hawaii Bowl. Like, come on, let's let's. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, as long as they beat UAB, like you need to beat UAB. You need to. Yeah. Or else and we, and we don't know the crying. extent of Mason's injury, obviously. So. Yeah. And obviously, it's he 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 was warming up to come back in. He didn't take so, his helmet off all game. Yeah, he was he was mad again. Like this dude's um, crazy. Yeah, he's <laughs> maybe it was for protection in case an yeah. errant ball came flying yeah, by him exactly. in the head. Um. Okay, but yeah, I think that's what they have to look for for two bowl game and Mason's last game. Do they make a bowl game? Well, you're skipping ahead, but I will we'll go to it. We'll go to it anyways. Oh, I'm skipping. I didn't know. I I have not looked at your no, layout. No, you jump. You jumped ahead. So no, we're, no, no, we're no. here. We're gonna answer the question. Do this? Does this team make a bowl game? They have to go two and zero. They have to beat Rice and UAB. I'm not sure how the five and seven thing would work this year exactly. With the there's too many teams in Conference USA with six wins. I feel like. Yeah, I feel. I think so too. So um, I'm. We're just gonna assume that they need six wins to make a bowl game. Do they get to six wins? Okay. <clears throat> What, just yes or no answer. Just hit it real quick. What's your gut 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 tell you? Come on, I'm I'm legitimately torn. Oh okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm legitimately torn. So here's here's how I look at it. I put them at a sixty percent chance to win the rice game. Okay. Oh damn. So hold on, the math here might actually screw me. I have them at about a six. Let's say sixty percent chance to win the rice game. I think okay. that's good. Okay. I feel like that's reasonable. And then I have met a 50-50 to beat UAB. Yeah, your math does not go in your favor at all. No, yes, it does because they... Oh, they need to win both. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that might be. Okay, well then, statistically speaking, I guess I don't think they will, will make a bowl game. <laughs> that just completely just hits you right in the face. Well, the thing is, because you look at it on paper, like, okay, they probably will be Rice and then they could beat UAB. So I'm like, okay, well, they'll make a bowl game but then you account for the other percentages and you're like oh okay so you want my answer now yes go ahead okay i think it's gonna be no and it's a loss against uab and it's gonna be the saddest loss i've ever covered in my entire life this is just this is just an awful podcast this is just sad it's gonna be 
man, if they lose to UAB, and there's no if it, if it looks like southern the Southern Miss game, oh, oh my, I might start crying. Just not just like just like just out of like damn, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, nah, nah, they'll, they'll they'll keep it close. I think they will. Okay. At this point in the year, UAB is not gonna have much. UAB much lost thirty-seven to two to Southern Miss. So yeah, come on now. UAB is not this crazy team here. N- neither is North Texas. Okay, but they're not gonna get beat by fifty. So, anyways, uh, my heart says yes, but my brain says no. And so what we talked answer. about last week, you said to go with your heart when your brain says no. So yes, they're going to make a bowl game. Thank you. That is Bernie's Breakdown's prediction. We will now continue next week on the next podcast. Alright, <laughs> um, <laughs> right, here's a question. Okay. Is it fair... Let me make sure I don't have any Twitter questions before I continue. Alright, we do not. Okay. Is it fair for people to question this team's heart? And now, if you've been a long-time listener, you will have listened to us talk about Hart last year on a basketball podcast, on a couple basketball podcasts. Yeah. And I actually went on a on a decent-sized rant last year about don't not questioning uh, the team's heart, basketball team's heart, because um, because of all this stuff. Like they, right. they tried yeah. hard, like it, all this it, stuff. They it, just it, weren't getting the results. That right. was in the midst of their losing streak last right. year. Basketball team. Now I haven't seen as much. Um, questioning of the heart. It's it's team. creeping in because I feel like it's kind of just like settled in with people that like, yeah, Damn, this team sucks. Yeah, and so a lot of the vitriol has been put on the coaches, whereas whereas that basketball team was put on the players' heart. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of different blame wise. But do you feel like it would be fair for fans to blame the team's heart? At it this is point? very hard to unless it is blatantly obvious to say that a team has no heart. Because one, you're not in their shoes. Mm-hmm. You've not had this bad. You're not personally experiencing this awful season that they're going through when expectations were so high for them. Yes. So no, I do not think that you can sit here and judge this team's heart. A, a, a lot of the heart was okay. Why? Why is Nick Harvey not trying on this play, or why is uh, Jalen Darden not chasing down chasing down some six. guy who's already in the end zone? Basically, yeah, they could do that, but why do it if it's if they're up four touchdowns? It doesn't change the result. Like. Like sprinting after a guy who's fifteen yards down the field, who's at the damn thirty already. Like, yeah, you can do that for show, but at the end of the day, the result doesn't change. You're down forty, and obviously these guys are trying hard. Like, I'm not. Nobody can watch that game and be like, damn, I mean, Mason had his helmet on. Trying. Mason still had his helmet on. Like the defensive line was getting after it. We didn't even yeah. talk about them. I thought Ladarius Hamilton was really good. Yeah, the defensive line was great. De- Dion didn't do as much, but still, yeah. the defensive line was trying. They were blitzing. Like they were trying. They were clearly clearly dejected on the sideline. Like you're not getting these guys that are coming out here not caring. No, like, this is not, not a scenario where the team is has given up in any sort of way. This team has fought every game to win. Yes. It's not like the one in eleven season where they knew what they thought that. Every game they were just going to win. They they're coming into every game expecting to win the game. It's just not going that way. Clearly, yes. yes. And I still think the senior leadership on this team is is too good to let. Yeah, this of course. Team, like, I mean, you see Kyrie Muhammad crazy. out there. He got that pick when they've had nothing going right for them all season. Man was he sprinted to the to the end zone and yes. celebrated. I mean, they 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 have heart. Clearly, I yes. think I think I think it's clear that they have heart. I agree. I agree because if I I just especially in football. Where it's kind of like a heart-driven game. Exactly. Like, this team is legitimately 
losing heartbreaking games to a Charlotte. They're going to Southern Miss and they're trying different things and they're just not getting the results. They're not getting the results on the road. Um, and this team is not that good. No, it's so not. So I, yeah. I don't think it's that crazy to say, like, this team is going to play really hard. They have per- personnel that is talented, but it's just not come together. The injuries have hampered them. The schedules hampered them. Uh, Louisiana Tech's a really good team. We'll see. We'll see again. We'll, they'll have another chance to show us what they're made of against Rice and UAB. This team is still very capable of winning a bowl game um, or making a bowl game, and then we'll see what happens from there. But and again, I haven't seen as much vitriol to the players in this respect. But I'm just asking because it's starting to creep in. I don't want it to get too much of a head of steam. No, I agree. So um, like if this team didn't have heart, it wouldn't be 17 to three for most of the game. It, they would have the blowout would have happened a lot earlier. Yes, I, I mean they weren't giving. Yeah, they were not giving up on plays. They were still they were still fighting. So that's all I had to to ask. Um, do you have any more questions? Do I have a question or do I have I have one more topic? Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right, Colin. This team's going into a bye week this week, Colin. Yep, Colin. I said your name three times. Whatever. A two part question. How big, how important is the bye week going into Rice? Mm-hmm. And how much of an impact will it have on this team going against Rice? Performance-wise? Yes. None. Not much? No. I think it'll, they'll get rest, and that's about it. I mean, it's not going to make them, it's not going to be the make or break of winning the game or not, I don't think. Let's say, what do you, what do you have their winning percentage chance of winning at? For, against, against Rice? Against Rice, yeah. 70%. 70%? Yeah. What do you feel like that would be without a bye week? Seventy percent. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I really don't think it changes at all. But I think. I think. I think. I, I, think, I think it has to change simply because of Mason Fine status. Okay. If we're assuming that Mason's questionable for next for for Rice, then yes. Well, we don't know his status. That's that's fair. I'm okay. Then you yes. Give him an extra then yes. If 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 Mason is if Mason would would not be able to play next week, then yes. Obviously that changes. But. North Texas, although they haven't had the results, has a lot more talent than Rice, mm-hmm. and I that'll that'll that would come up on top in my yeah, opinion. Kind of like UAB or not UAB, U, UTEP and UTSA yeah, in a sense, it's just it's just a different like those teams are not are they're struggling. clearly on a different level talent wise. <laughs> yeah, lower level. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel like there's it's a pretty big pretty big thing not only because of Mason but uh, like. Taylor Robinson, you know, other guys getting healthy. Maybe we see DeAndre Planton back. I don't know how much he helps, but couldn't hurt. I honestly, I would just keep Alex there. I mean, you might, but at least you have the option. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying from a depth perspective, I yeah. feel like it's going to help a lot. Like, injuries alone, I feel like it'll help a lot. I mean, it'll it'll give the team a chance to kind of regroup. It's to kind regroup, of, I think. That's I mean, I, mentally, I think it affects them mentally more than it does physically. If, if you're going to yeah. ask me how, how that affects. I think... They can kind of because if they play next week, they're going to be dwelling on this loss. Mm-hmm. I think if they have a week to regroup, to get in good spirits again, to kind of say, "Hey, we have something to prove. We still got two games. We can make a bowl game. Mm-hmm. We can still do something the team hasn't done in five years, six years." Yeah, win a bowl. I mean, it was seven, six. A long time. Yeah, a long time ago. Um, so it'll it'll do it'll it'll help in that sense, but I think they still have the same winning percentage outside of Mason, of course. Yes, but I don't know. We Ani. Hey, Jesus, do not stop. Everybody stop comparing Ani. I'm not comparing Ani to Mason. I'm saying Mason. I'm saying Ani would still be able to pick apart Rice. I feel like. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he threw four passes last game, people. Let's calm down a little this bit. Game. This game. This game. This game. He threw four passes. Let's relax. He also was recruited by TCU. 
when I was a sophomore in high school. What year was that? Probably before that. What year was it? 2014? When they were good. Argyle's always been good. What are we talking no, about? When TCU was good. Oh, when TCU <laughs> <Jeez>. was good. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I don't know about high school football. <laughs> uh, like I sit here and keep up with that. No, no, no. But yeah, so he's uh, that was a long time ago. But regardless, he is a good player. We'll see how that works out. Uh, we'll keep it updated on Mason Fine status. I feel like it does help them a lot. I feel like if it, if they were playing Rice next week, I would put it at a fifty-fifty for him to play. No, just like oh, for, to to, for them to win, which also hinges on Mason's ability, but obviously, but. I put it at fifty fifty if they played next week. Right now I'm at sixty forty. It'll probably go up a little bit, maybe sixty five. But I think it would take something catastrophic to have them lose against Rice. And that's where I put that thirty percent. Nah, no, 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 no. Seventy thirty is not having something catastrophic. See, but lots of things that happen catastrophically <laughs> pretty often, so that's why it's at a seventy thirty. Hold on. So, okay, according to my 60% and 50%, you know, theory of them. Let's just say that's what I have yeah. their winning at. That puts them at a 30% chance of going 6-0. and Or 6-0, 6-6 six and six this yeah. year. Woo! How times have changed, Colin. Yeah, we had them as a lock to get a bowl game this year. We had them as a lock to do a lot of things, Colin. Look at, look at them now. And now look at us. Look at us. Look yeah. at us. <laughs> Don't look at them. Look at us. We are distraught. We are here. We are here coping you got a dog to cope yeah i mean i did hug the dog while they were getting beat by la tech yeah and you know what you were doing watching lsu in alabama <laughs> that was that was late that was late oh boy so all right Colin. do you have anything else let me make sure we don't have any questions before we before we wrap it up i feel like we've encompassed everything we need to it's all about all about ani all about ani whoa i just made a hashtag I just made next year's hashtag. Until <laughs> watch him come out and just be god awful. It's like all about Ani. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, you can't put that on the team. Then, stuff, then, then be like hashtag string being. Hashtag. Str- hashtag eat your vegetables. <laughs> hashtag eat your vegetables. All right, Colin, we're gonna wrap this podcast up. Thank y'all for joining us. Um, leave us a five star review. We're at seventeen rating. now. We are at seventeen. Go check out our basketball podcast as well if you're into that kind of stuff. Basketball looks like a really fun team. They barely lost to VCU. Um, They have Arkansas this coming week. So find out about the team. Uh, Again, that's about an hour podcast as well. So leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate it very much. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell everybody that lives in the Denton about us. Um, Again, we appreciate all of you listeners, and we are just going to continue to try to give you all the best content possible. Subscribe to MeanGreen247.com. Uh, that's who we do this for. We appreciate. We um, I say appreciate a lot, but we appre- we really do. We appreciate all y'all support on there. Uh, follow MeanGreen247 on Twitter. Uh, Bruni's Breakdown Podcast on both Apple and SoundCloud. Follow Colin on Twitter at CJH Mitchell. Follow me on Twitter at MatthewBruni underscore. Um, I think that's all we have for y'all. We're going to be on a bye week next week, so I don't know what our schedule exactly is going to be. Uh, It'll probably be basketball heavy because there's a game on Saturday. Yeah, maybe do... do, do, do. Maybe, depending... Maybe do like a quick 15, Like a Q&A podcast. Yeah, Q&A podcast. Q&A podcast. Q&A podcast, but that means y'all would have to send in questions, so... Like at least 15. Yeah, 15. That's a pretty 10 good to 15. Number. I like 10 to 15. 10 to 15, that's a good... So yeah, look, be on the lookout for that. Um, y'all have a great week, and we'll talk to y'all later.